The Haftorah, Pasha Zohar, is a very famous Haftorah, of course. The story, and the tragic story, you might say, of Shaul losing the Melucha. He was given a tzivoy to wipe out Amalek. He didn't quite follow the directions that he was given by Shmuel. And you see the poignant aspects of the Haftorah when he's finally told, and he didn't realize right away that he had done anything wrong, and then he ultimately loses everything. Um, obviously, there's a lot that we can say. I just want to share one or two uh, short insights. One is Rav Chaim Shmulevitz, uh in a beautiful sicha. He has this a few different places, but one of them is called Midos. Uh, it's in the new edition, Maimar Nun Gimel, Haftor Zohar, Tavshin Lamid Beis. And he brings a Gemara in Yuma, Adav Chabez, that draws a contrast between David and Shaul. David, says the Gemara, Bishtayim, there are two Averis we can associate with David, Batsheva, and then later on when he counted Kar Yisrael, and yet he didn't lose the Mulcha. Shaul ba'achas va'osalo. Shaul had one mistake, and it cost him everything. So, what's the pshat? Why is that true? Why is it that Shaul even made one mistake, and that was enough to cost him the Mulcha, and David got away with two? The other question is Atosis Hishonim's question that really there was another mistake that Shaul made that we find earlier. He was told that his malchus won't, won't continue. That is when he didn't wait for Shmuel before he offered the carbon when everyone gathered around. And he was told, So that's another question and different answers for that question. But meanwhile, Rav Chavshalavitz is one you saw to answer both questions. What is the Nekuda that went to the heart of why Shaul could not remain as Melech. And you see, when Shmuel begins to give him the Musr, he presents it as follows. He says, You are Melech. Hello in katon ata be'enecha. You are humble, but perhaps in this sense, too humble. Lo shifte Yisrael ata. You are a leader. And therefore, why didn't you listen to Hashem? You were... You were taken by what the people said. Kiyarasi Esa'am is what Shaul said. I was a little bit intimidated by what they were saying and, and they wanted to offer the karbanos. Anava is an incredible midah. Anava is, is a quintessential midah. But it has to be applied in the right place. For a melech to carry himself with excessive anava can be a tremendous liability. The very Gemara that discusses Shaul just before that the Gemara has a statement why uh, was Shaul Nenash? Because he was Mochel on his Kavod. Because he was a Melech and people were saying things about him. On the one hand, another is, is such a beautiful Midah. On the other hand, for a Melech, there has to be a sense of being above that, recognizing it's not about he, he show the individual, but rather the institution of the Malchus. And says of Chesh Mulevitz, this is something to remember in general in life. Rov Hamidos, Ein Behem Ba'asmusan It's not that the Midah for itself is in an absolute sense good or bad. Every Midah has a place that it can have the right application, it can shine, and the very same Midah can be. The, Destructive if it's in a different application. That's why the Gemara tells us, Koha Merachim Arachzarim, Sofo Rios Arachzari Arachmanim, or the other way. So, Koha Merachim, in other words, you see, Shaul was too, too much pity for the, yeah, 
he had too much pity for Amalek, and at the end he killed out Novi Rakhonin. So it means that there was a sense of imbalance in terms of when to use the Midah that he needed to use. And therefore, says of Chashem Levitz, the question of the Tosis Yishanim could be answered as well. Why does Igmar only say it was Ba'achas? Really, there was another point that also Shaul failed to listen to Shmuel, and he, he, he didn't wait. The answer is because the one common thread was that he was, he didn't think about it properly, and he was reacting to a certain impulsive, you could say, again, speaking about Shaul, it's hard to say in the same way that we talk about you and me, but that it was a sense of Bahala that people were rushed and people wanted him to move forward and he didn't wait. He didn't feel like he's the Melech. He calls the shots. He decides Shmuel is coming when he's coming. No one can pressure me to do anything else. There was no, it was a sense of just yielding to the pressure, so to speak, in both cases. And therefore, the, the kuda was what Shmuel said to him, Katanata Beinacha, Roshit Yisraelata. So it's a beautiful sikha to take, obviously, to heart. The idea that every, every Mida has its place and its time. He ends this with connection to, 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 to Megillus Esther, the sense of not to be bahu, not to be a sense of just getting, reacting to whatever seems to be the pressure around you, by Mordechai, velo kam velo za mimenu, that Mordechai did not have any shemets of the midas habihilus. The whole world is tumbling, Haman is putting himself out, imposing terror on everybody, and he remained with mimnuchas nafsho, lo kam velo za. Just one other thought on the Haftorah. In the beginning, when Shaul tells the Kani to separate themselves from where they were living, they were right next to Amalek, and he tells them, I want you to not be where you are because I don't want you to perish when I destroy Amalek. And he adds, he says, After all, the Atah Who are Kani? Kani were from the descendants of Yisrael. And therefore, he's telling them, because Akara Satov dictates, I don't want you to suffer when I strike Amalek, because you, after all, your family did chesed. And the question is, and without that? I mean, they were innocent. They didn't deserve to be part of the, the campaign to be uh, killed. So why does he have to give this extra point of Akara Satov? I saw a very beautiful thought that, separate from anything else, of course, you, ha- you owe them not to kill them. But there's an extra chiyuv. Separate from that, because Akar Satov. And if Chas Shalom, he would have ended up being lax and, 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 and ended up killing people from Kaini, not just would have been guilty for Losana Dam Reyacha, he would have been guilty on another level for betraying the Akar Satov as well. And therefore, that becomes like an extra aspect to mention. That's not just, you know, okay, if you already have the big Avera, then there's nothing else to say. No, Akar Satov is its own issue, and therefore he acknowledged that as a separate reason why he had to make sure, extra sure, not to uh, any way injure them and, them and affect them at the time. Okay.